two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of COVID Inspiration with Dio Israel. It is exciting to be here again today on a Friday. By the way, it's the last Friday in this season of Ramadan. So let me say to everyone, Ramadan Karim and Eid Barak. Um, I pray that the blessing of the Almighty will be upon every one of us in this season and beyond. Thank you for tuning in. This evening I have with us on, on the show in the studio, a strong achiever, someone who has been uh, exceptionally blessed by the Almighty. Uh, if you read our story and you hear about our lifestyle, it is a glory of grace and exceptional achievement. In, from my research and in my understanding, there are very few women in Lagos State who have had such an enormous experience as my guest for today. She has been commissioner under the last administration in three different ministries, if I'm correct. She was commissioner for youth at the time. She went on to become the commissioner for wealth creation. And I, if I'm correct, I think she went on to be the commissioner for home affairs. And then she came back this time around again as commissioner for home affairs. And now she's commissioner for tourism. I believe there are very few people who have had such a tremendous experience in short time under different administrations uh, in the history of Lagos and of Nigeria. And I want to, to say that this is one of tenacity. Please welcome with me to the studio, to the show, pharmacist, honorable, who's a mat? I can believe you so more me. Mama, good to see you, ma. Good evening, Dayo. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. How's it going? Yeah, to the glory of God, we are doing good. Thank God for his Ram mercy and blessing. Ramadan Mubarak. Allah Akram. So this is coronavirus season. You can't go to the party. How are you going to celebrate in this season? I think there's a bit of light coming from behind your window. I don't know if you can adjust the beat map. So it's not okay, letting us okay, see your okay. face. Yes, okay. we can see you a bit now. Is it Perfect. better here now? It's no, way better, Ma. So how are you going to spend the period, the Ramadan period, Honorable Commissioner? <laughs> First and foremost, we give Almighty the glory, the adoration, at least to be among the few people that are opportune to be alive to today. Many people have gone to the to the, to, 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 to under the under the ground, and now we are where we are. So the opportunity we have is just to decide quiet at this period of solemnization with what the world is going through presently. So we are planning to have it in a quiet way in our house. We're going nowhere. We're going to celebrate and praise God in our inner rooms. So I encourage everyone out there too to join us to celebrate it at home. Have your prayer at home. Have your prayer with your family. Then celebrate it with only your immediate family. There's no need of uh, visiting your family and friends this time around as you used to do. We need to continue to keep safe. Let's maintain the social distance. And that is what where we are today. Honorable Commissioner, on a lighter note, is this all stay at home period? Is it saving you money in this holiday season? Because I don't want to imagine how much you would have had to spend for different people who are doing events and all of that. But now everybody has to spend their heat at home. Is this going to save you some money on a lighter note? Let me just say it this way that it's not saving anything. If you still have to do, you need, not, you need to do. Nobody is forcing you to do it. But if you believe in what you are doing, 
despite the period, people really need us even more now than ever before. So I'm not seeing anything I'm saving because we are not going up. I still need to reach out to my people, still show them love, show them how much mm. I care for them. So not because we are not doing the merriment or party, that is why I need to save whoever that I need to reach out to, I still must reach out to every one of them. Even in and, this is, and this is what they say about you, you're a philanthropist, you've done a lot for the community, you've given back. I even hear that you've even repaired some road in your community with your own money. What's, what's the driving force, Honorable Commissioner? Whom I am is just to assist the less privileged. That is myself. Whom I am is to make change in my community. Whom I am is to add value to the society. Whom I am is that whenever I, one day you will leave, let people say a good story about you while you are no more. Millions of people had come to life and they've gone. So one day we cease to be in existence. And those things that you have done while you are alive is the things people will remember you for. So while we are here, the best we could do is to touch life and add value to humanity, not only about me. Life is not only about me, it's about everybody. Would you say that is the secret of your exceptional rise in, in public policy? In 2011, you were just an aspirant running for House of Assembly. The highest office you ever held before then was a supervisor in the local government. And suddenly, after that, it was after that. It was after my aspiration that I became a supervisor. I contested wow. in years for House of Assembly. Wow. And I was offered to professional counselor in my local government thereafter. And, and, you know, in less than a few years after, you had already served in over five ministries in Lagos. And, you know, you keep going from one ministry to the other and one ministry to the other. You know, it's just exceptional. What is the secret? Honorable Commissioner, can you hear me? Commissioner, can you can you hear me? Hello. Yes. Yes. I was saying, what is the secret? You know, is it, the, the tenacity? They trust you so much to hand over ministries to you, even ministries that are peculiar to people who think that you know. Can you hear me, Honorable Commissioner? Honorable Commissioner, can you hear me? I, I think there's an issue with your internet. If you can exit and then come back in. Can you exit and then come back? Let me try to ring your WhatsApp. Um, I think it's a network issue. Let me ring your WhatsApp too. I'm not sure if you can hear me. Let me, perhaps let me. Um, please bear with us. Commissioner, can you? I think there was a network issue and you exited. Uh, your sound is not coming out. If you can come out and come back in. Okay. Sorry, everyone. We're just trying to reconnect back to the Honorable Commissioner and we can continue our conversation after she's back now. Oh, thank you. Thank God that you're back. So I think I was talking. Did you hear my last question? Not, not very well. Can you repeat the question? So I said, 
in, in, in less than, you know, a few years, 2011, you were just, you know, an aspirant, then you become a supervisor, and in less than seven years after, you have presided over at least five ministries in Lagos State. What is the secret? I'll give everything back to the God Almighty, who choose anybody less at a particular point in time. And I will say it loud and clear that wherever I find myself, I love to put in my best. I love to at least have my landmark program and objective very clearly when I get to an office. Mm. And I try to pursue my objective. I have my fusion statement and mission statement, not my ministry. So whenever I want to leave that ministry, I don't want to leave the ministry and everybody in the ministry will forget it immediately after. Mm. I like to leave the ministry with something that in another decade, you will still remember that somebody had come at a particular point. Mm. So I give God the glory for I'm a go-getter. If I have to get something done, I go ahead and get it done. I don't see any obstacle but challenge, which I believe I need to surmount in whatever I lay my hands on. And that has kept me going. I have a very large, I have a very I have high drive that motivates me at all time. And I thank God for people around me that have been important to work with. They've been so good and such a encouragement to whatever I might have achieved in line of my service. Honorable Commissioner, so if I get you right, first is the grace of God. That's the great. second is the fact that you're a person of impact and result. Is yeah. there any one or two other secret that you you can share because a lot of young people are actually watching this show right now and we mobilize a lot of people who have benefited from your service and the most, youth council and most, youth important thing, most important thing in life is determination and ready to impact determination you must get determined definitely there will be challenges along your way the road might be very rough but when you are determined that oh i need to achieve this is that determination that will be your drive towards success you won't look at the challenges around you. The challenges can be a distractor. There are a lot of things that would like to distract you when you want to achieve great things in life. But you need to just be ready to resolve within yourself that, oh, I must get this done. I must achieve this at a particular point in time. And you give yourself time limits whenever you want to get this, anything happen. Most especially mm -hmm. positive things. It's not that easy. You must be ready to have a sleepless night. You must ready to consult widely. Those are the things that I always, wherever I find myself, I use people as my catalyst. Mm. I, I, I get I consult from everybody. I don't believe I have it all. So when you consult with people, they advise you, you sit down yourself, you pound on those advices that you must have gotten from people. Then you get the best use of it. You can't just you can't depend only on your own efforts or on your own mindset alone. You still need pe good people. I mean, people that you, you you have to have few people around you that you look up to that they are of high intellect. They they've gone through different stage of their life and they've been able to move up with the challenges they've encountered in life. They are the source of my strength at all times. Mm. I have people around me that I consult that I get advice from and supports me in whatever I want to get achieved. 
that, that's so exceptional. It's not, about, it's, it's not all about who I am alone, but there are lots of people that surround me, positive mind thinking people, people that believe that, oh, if you want to do this, let's sit down together, let's think out of it, let's think out of the box, let's think the best way we can achieve the best of this situation, even at the worst period of my life. They will tell me, don't worry, don't get yourself bothered, you will get yourself. So you really the right relationship, yes, right relationship, right relationship, and yes, people around yes. you. People you are being surrounded, you not the psychophants. Around yourself, even yes, even when and you you, you 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 give them the opportunity to know you, to know your capacity. You don't deceive people. You don't lie to people. You have to tell them whom you are. You tell them your capacity. So wherever you mm. end up. They can quickly come on board to help you. You won't be able to disappoint them and disappoint yourself. Because the worst that can happen is when you disappoint people that need to help you. Some people can just paint a wrong thing and make it a good one. You don't do that to people around you so that they can get the problem solved with you. Managing expectations, that's one thing I get from that. Exactly, exactly. So those are the things that you need to equip yourself with if you really want to go far in life. Stop surrounding yourself with people that can just clap for you and say, all is well. I always ask people, don't tell me the good side of me. Tell me the bad side of me so that I can work on myself. Don't tell me about it. You, you know, I have so much questions I need to ask you. I have a lot of points from a lot of people. And we have limited time because we have only one hour. So I'm going to throw it at you, Bas goes from every side, and I know that you're capable to give me the response. No problem, uh, let, let me go into your achievement a little bit. So you were in home affairs, you were in youth, you were in wealth creation, and now you're in tourism. What would you consider your biggest achievement from all of those ministries? Each one. So let's take it one by one. So tell us what your biggest uh, achievement was in, in wealth creation, in home affairs. Let me start with youth and social development. That's my first office in the public service, at least. And the youth and social development, I would say you were able to streamline the adoption process of social development and leadership and make it of the best international standards. Mm. That's one thing I'm happy with. Before I came on board, the adoption has already been put on hold before I came on board. And I can tell you hundreds of parents, hundreds of couples were able to become parents through that process, mm. which I'm very happy about. The Billy Youth Academy was my, was my another program that I initiated when I was in the ministry, where we put many youth in the academy and were able to teach them different things they need to become the best whom they have in life. So we were able to do that. We're able to get the youth policy document in Lagos, the first of its kind, in place at that time too. Many other things, we're able to empower the people living with disability in different aspects of it, where 500 million was used as a seed fund by the state government and to empower people living with disability. So that, Hundreds of I can keep on counting a lot of things mm. that we're able to achieve in the Ministry of Youth and Social Development. And when I mm. got to wealth creation, I spent barely uh, 16 months in wealth creation. 
the first thing we're able to do is the employment skill that we, we organized at that time, where we have over a thousand participants. And at that period, mm. over 20% of them were able to secure good job at that time, at that ministry. Mm. So I see it as a good achievement. Some of them were able to stand on their own after the program, while some get an employment through corporate organization, private sector, the rest like that and I, I before i left i was able to domesticate the 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 sectoria of that we, mm -hmm. we intend to start it we have the curriculum we have the skill curriculum that we are domesticated to the skill curriculum is those things that the graduate need to understand so that they can get job they can get they can be employed we realized that many of our graduates couldn't get employment because of the, 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 they, they lack some skills, important skills that the employee are required from the, the employers are required from the employee. So we wanted to bridge that gap so that we can, we, we, we can upskill them after their university education. So we're able to bring the curriculum as being expected of the private sector so they can switch into that position we're able to get that done then we propose to have a up for skill acquisition many of our people went to different skills but at the end of the day they couldn't get a startup uh, they couldn't get startup for their businesses so we we plan mm. to have the up in every part of the state so when they are done with their skill they can go in there and start doing their business if you can try you can get in there with your Material, raw material, and get did, your. Did you give them seed funding? We won't give them, give them anything. We just we will give them an environment that will be suitable. LSCF is there to give them, but I will believe all of them might not be able to qualify to get the seed fund. But when mm. we have this hobby place, they can go in there and do their job for at least two mm. years and get money for themselves. To start all to start the business on their own without looking for any loan or assistance again from the government. If you are mm -hmm. if, if you learn fashion design now, we are going to have a up that we have different machines to put in there for you to go and sew and give it to your clients or your customer at the end of the day. Those are the things we mm -hmm. plan. And we have we, we train many graduates and undergraduates. Uh, this different kind of skill. We train some people with rough and tumble, where we, the government empower them, give them the measure and all the tools they need mm -hmm. to start the business. And we did the with the Oracle too. We trained some of our youth in Oracle applications and mm -hmm. different kinds of training. We, we had one with the automedics where the, the many youth were trained in how to do the new generational vehicles. So those are the few things I will remember mm. just at my clip. Now I know we did oh, remember, but those are the those are the things I could remember. And mm. I, I those are the two ministry I had the last administration I was administration. In youth and social, yes, I was in youth and social development from October 2015 to 2018, January. And from January 2018 to May 2019. And in August 2019, I started with this administration in Ministry of Home Affairs. 
Let me interrupt you, Honorable Commissioner, uh, before you continue into what you achieved now. What was your reaction like when you first heard that you were going to also be in this new cabinet? Were you excited? Were you like, oh my God, another level of work? Because I know that government work is a lot of work. Or were you excited? What was your first reaction? Because I'm used to it, I couldn't get any serious reaction about it. It's, it has become numb to me. I know the challenges I had. I understand the job. I understand the terrain. So I wasn't, yes, it is so challenging. I understand it. But when you are being called to public service, the only thing is just for you to put on your boots, roll up your sleeve, and ready to give the best. Since I'm not, I will not say no to it. So I don't need to get like, oh, because of the stress. Yes, I know it's very, very stressful. I understand, but you've made up your mind that you want to serve your people. You have to go ahead and do the needful. So I don't look back mm. when I got, the only thing I did was God gave me the grace to do the best that my people requested of me. That is just the prayer that I offer to God. I don't want to get myself disappointed. I don't want to get those people that love me disappointed with the job that are being offered. So I know it's only God that can take you through it. It's not that you are so wise or you are brilliant. If God has perfected your way, everything will go on seamlessly. And I believe so much in him that is with God, it will make things easier and make things possible. So I hold up to that as my weapon and my strength. And that is the way I've always been. I don't believe I have the extra power or energy to make things happen. But I believe so much that with God, thousands of things that is impossible will be possible with him. And so you, you, you got the Ministry of uh, Home Affairs in this administration and then went on now to, to uh, tourism, arts and culture. So please continue with your achievement in, in Home Affairs and then now to the tourism, arts and culture. In fact, I, 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 got, I, I was in Home Affairs for like five, six months. My appointment was wow. August and I left there January, January 16th. So between that August and January, <laughs> I was actually able to do the few things I was supposed to do. And I have several plans that I wish I, wish I should be able to achieve. You, yes. know, you know, laughing to myself, man, that perhaps you actually have a bag ready to go, like, where's the next ministry? We are ready. Like, right now, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's about religion and about religious tolerance. You know, our, our, our people in this part of the world, they are so religious. And mm. the sensitive ministry. Mm. Anything can spoil war if you are not very mm. careful. And mm. I'm a Muslim, so I need to see myself as not commissioner for Muslims, but commissioner yes. for uh, Christians and Muslims. So I chose, I, I chose in my own side that whatever they are doing in the church, whatever yes. they are doing in the mosque, yes. I must be there yes. to support. I, I saw you. As, yes. I did not yes. say I need to encourage them and I need to own their trust. The best way you can own their trust is that they can confide in you, they can open their heart to you, is to be part of whatever they are doing. So mm. I become, I be, immediately I got to the ministry, I became pastor. I started reading Bible. <laughs> yes, yes. I, saw I started going, going around with them wherever they want me to be. 
as the commissioner in that ministry, I choose to be there with them. And some people is like, ah, ah she's a Muslim. Why is he in Jerusalem? Yes. She's a this. I say, I'm in Jerusalem, not because you I'm, you read I'm in Jerusalem because I'm a commissioner for OMAS. Yes, yeah. I need to support everything they are doing. Going to church, reading scriptures. In fact, my family started calling me, ah, Pastor, Mrs. And I was like, yes, that is the assignment I'm being given to do. And I must get the best out of it. Mm. And I wouldn't say because of this, there's no because, there's nothing like, I happen to be the first woman to wear that ministry. Wow. That is, yes, that is an history on my own side. It has never been for a woman in the past. It has always been men, men, men. But I happen to be the first woman to lead that, to edge that ministry. So it's an opportunity. Mm -hmm. I, used, I was telling them at that time, it's not by accident. It's the way God has designed it. It's the way God wants it. And that is why I'm here. And I'm going to put in my best. I ensure that there's a coexistence between the Christians and Muslims in the state. Anything that wants to come up as of, oh, this side is not happy with this side, I'll quickly get into it and we discuss it about it and we iron it out. So everybody will assist us. We have direct meeting. And at that time, I was frowned at the pollution that is coming from our religious houses. And I was seriously frowned at it. Worshipping our God does not, does not change anything, even if we are very silent. We don't need... Three ten speakers outside mm. before God answers mm. our prayer, and I told them that when you are having uh, your normal program, it's quite different than when you are having your crusade. When you want to do crusade, take a go and get a permission from the government and tell government that you want to have your crusade. Then you can use whatever you like wherever you have been permitted to hold this crusade, but not at the mid hour of the night. That some people are trying to get their sleep. Some people are hypertensive. They are using Lexotan to sleep. Many people are having mm. one element or the other. I mean, totally against of noise pollution from our religion. And I was mm. telling them that, no, we don't want this in Lagos State. Go to mm. every part of the world. You won't see. We are not the only country that believes in believe God. Believe yes. God. Yes. Every other, there are thousands of countries out there that are worshiping God the way we too we love to worship God. It's not about noise. It's not about causing damages to others that you are worshiping God. Think about only love your neighbor as you love yourself. So if we love our neighbor, we shouldn't cause injury to our neighbor's self. Some people are hypertensive, they are struggling with their health, and yet you won't allow them to have the good sleep at night after all the traffic of the state. During the day, mm. people some people get into their houses around 11 at the midnight, and yet time for them to go to bed 12. You raise up your microphone and your speaker is out there, and you start disturbing the peace of the environment. So I was in the battle ready with mm. all those religious houses, either church or mosque. I don't want to know. Just obey the rule of the, the rules that is, yes just obey the simple rule and regulation of the state and another thing i was having a plan to do is that thousands of times we do we, we we battle with data we don't have data we don't have mm. the number of churches we have in our state we don't know the number of mosques in our state and some people dodge under the religious to perpetrate different kind of evils all mm. because we don't know where they are so i was planning to ensure that i have the data of all the church in each local government till the last small church. 
to have the number mm. of mosques and other worship centers in our state so that whenever mm. we need anybody from anywhere on our system we can click on our system and say oh this is pastor so 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 is in this place is the head of that church this is allergy so 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 or sick so 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 is the head of so those are the things we were planning to do at that point in time those are the things we are planning to do at that point in time before and we went to jerusalem yes it was a very good experience for me personally i was able to see the beauty of that country that there they have jews they have christians they have muslim living peacefully together there's no no war there is a there's a mosque just close to the the the, this war yes mm. that everybody rushing there to go and pray and god answers their prayer so i don't know why mm. i will not have my best friend as a christian i don't mm. know why muslim will be fighting with christian in our own country in our own state when we mm. say oh this is ours we should be able to tolerate ourselves the way you like worship your god is between you and your god let me mm. worship him the way i like and let's ensure that we tolerate ourselves and have peaceful coexistence. That is when we can develop our nation. That is mm. when we can develop our state. Not that when I have a threat for this person because he's doing this, because I don't like what the person is doing. It's, let leave God to judge the way we are worshiping him. We are not to judge anybody. Tomorrow mm. I can go to Pastor Adeboye. It's none of anybody's business. Business. Yes, it is about me. It's about me, it's about my God. And I can remain whatever I like to be. It's what I believe in. So whatever you believe in, and that is the way I was telling everybody when I was in Omar Faith. If you're a Muslim, you mess up with me, you'll be in soup. If you're a Christian, you mess up with me, I will deal with you. Forget about religion. It's about you and I. And it's about mm. our God. So let's be just in whatever we are doing. We went to Jerusalem. First of its numbers that we have in recent time, the government has stopped sponsoring. We have close to a thousand pilgrims that will travel to Jerusalem together. In the past, it used to be around 400, 500. And that was the first time without government sponsor. Government did not sponsor anybody, and we have close to a thousand people that mm -hmm. actually went there. And they, they, they were able to get the best of it. Yes, we have few people that tried, that absconded. We have five abscondees. But it has mm. always been like that. Even with that number, I think that's the best we could have at that point. In wow. Because many people wow. have resolved that, oh, I'm going to have scorn whenever I travel. But we we, we, we did so many workshop reorientation training mm. before we actually embark on the journey. So the number mm. that the number that has come for this year is relatively low compared to the number that used to even have scorn when we don't have that number of pilgrims that travel. Wow. So I, I can say, yes, I thank God for that opportunity and for the quiz. So I thank God and I appreciate my governor for that opportunity to be in that ministry. Yes, even if it's just for a very short period of time. It was a lovely experience for me. Before you and go to your current ministry, I want you to use this opportunity, Matt, to clarify something. People don't actually understand yet how the whole issue of the uh the uh pilgrimage works you know how who's paying for what people still think that when they say lagos state government has a thousand delegation 
they believe it's legal settlement that is paying for a thousand. If you can please take a minute to explain actually how it works, uh, who is actually paying, how the payment you know is being divided, and then we can then take in. Um, we can, you can then go to the next point. I, I think we lost the honorable commissioner due to internet, but I'm sure she will be back uh, again. We'll just keep uh, waiting for her. It's been a great uh, conversation so far. Uh, she's an amazing woman, and I, I'm looking forward to to having her back. She's back on the on the show. Sorry, ma, we love you. We lost you <laughs> for a second. Yes, ma. So if you can explain a bit of that for us, and then go into ministry of use for your ministry of tourism now. Yes, let me tell the public that Lagos State Government does not sponsor anybody in only pilgrimage. The that is the best way to explain it. The only area where government comes in is to coordinate the pilgrims mm -hmm. because they are citizens. We ensure that they go in there safely and they return safely. Mm -hmm. the, the only area where we add value to the pilgrimage is the, about their health. Whenever mm -hmm. they are going, we go with doctors and nurses that assist to their health and any form of challenges that they encounter during the pilgrimage. But in form of sponsorship, state Lagos State Government has stopped that since 2015 until I left that ministry and I can say till date, we have not come, we have not started any form of sponsoring. The only thing the state government is doing is to ensure the safety of all the pilgrimage when pilgrims when they are on pilgrimage. Excellent. So let's talk about I, ha, I have I have even getting more questions now about tourism, but let's talk about where you are now. Uh, and then we'll get there's so much I want to ask you, and a lot of people want to listen to. So please, uh, let, let's hear about your, your big success and achievements so far in the Ministry of Tourism, Arts and Culture. I know you just got there in January, but perhaps there might be one or two achievements. Of course, of course, of course. We've been able to do a bit of it. So I got into the office in January. And the first thing I did immediately I was in the office is to check those areas, the tourism, the tourism center, center of tourism across the state. We have in Badagri, there are lots of random projects in Badagri, the slave trade zone, the point of no return, duplicating markets, and several other ones like that in Badagri. So what we are trying to do is to put all this together and ensure the completion of this project within this before the end of this administration. And Mr. Governor is looking around it. And I can assure the public that the Badagri will become a good tourist center for us in Lagos State very, very soon. That's number one. The second thing we're able to do, we wanted to have a regatta in April before the pandemic, and the pandemic has put that on hold. We couldn't go out to do that again. The regatta, there are two things we wanted to achieve with regatta. Lagos State is blessed with water. We are the state of Atlantic yeah. splendor. And we've not been able to maximize the usage of our waterways. There are thousands of things we can do in our water. I want to see how the waterway, we can generate a lot of employment on our waterways. We can do a lot of activities on our waterways. There are boat crews, but Negotia have not been able to exploit all this area. 
So we wanted to make sure that our waterway become a tourist attraction. We want to have light on our waterway that you can even at night, we have a deep ocean that we can dive. We can do a lot of competition on our waterway. I mean, international competition yeah. on our waterway, yeah. where people from other countries will come around to Lagos and see what God has really blessed us with. So those are the things I was planning to do before the eventuality that is that is ravaging across the world started in Lagos State in Nigeria. So we have thousands of programs that we plan even across the throughout the whole year. Wanted to release our tourism calendar, all our activities that on our website you can whenever you're coming to Nigeria through our website, we know what is happening on a daily basis in Lagos State. We want to ensure that we're having 365 days of activities in Lagos State. That was my plan. As Lagos State is an entertainment hub for West Africa, and I want it to be an entertainment hub for the whole Africa. If anybody is talking about entertainment, you know, it's a strong pillar in Sims' agenda. And I want to ensure that that agenda of tourism and entertainment is at the front burner of this administration. That was my plan, and that was what we're planning to start doing before the eventuality that comes around that which where we have presently. So now we need to now think deeply on how can we live our life, even with COVID-19. Few things mm, that we planned yes. in the past might not be able, we might not be able to do it in the way we planned it, but we need to be strategized. Mm. COVID-19 has come and we are not seeing the end of tunnels very soon. So how best can we live it even with COVID-19? We have thousands of things we can achieve, only for us just to go back and think about how to achieve those things with COVID-19. And that is what brings about the committee that I inaugurated yesterday. A six-month committee were inaugurated yesterday just to review the pandemic and see how we can live our life and still entertain our people and ensure that we did not lose the grip of our tourism. Because the tourism sector is the Ad, is one of the ad its sector with this pandemic. And despite that, we can't close our eyes and say that is over. No, it can never be over. We still need to get something positive out of where we are today. And that is what we are doing presently. There will be guidelines, you know, all our hotels are locked down, all our restaurants, all our event center, you no know, activities, social distancing. Yes, despite that, situation there's always a way out so the way out is where we are presently no we just are using the lock in the last two weeks three weeks and this is the second phase of it which we are we are i believe very very soon we start to ease it gradually and we should get to the to our own sector as well so that hundreds of things we plan in the ministry to do we want to ensure that we are having this project ongoing and by the special grace of God, we will complete before the end of this year. That is the JK Randu Center for Heritage and Culture. It's the best in Africa. We can have, yes, it's the best in Africa. And our Global Memorial Hall, all Lagosians know the meaning of Global Memorial Hall. We are bringing it back to life and it's going to be better than the way it was. So those are the things that we are looking at. I was at Shubu where the one of our sites that is listed on the UNESCO, the only site that is listed in UNESCO in Nigeria, that is the 
Shubweredo. Uh, and we are looking at how to bring it back to life. I was there, it, it has been deserted, but we're still going to bring it back to life. Those are the few things we are trying to do in the ministry. Well, what about, um, for example, the cinemas, the local community cinemas that were created in the last administration? How do you intend under this new administration to leverage them, take advantage of them, and get the community to you know, actively maximize the potential of those centers? Those are, those are the few things that the pandemic has, has changed for us. There are thousands of things we wanted to be doing. We want to be having art exhibition, training, and lot of skills to be trained in our centers and we want it to be like marketplace for the people in that sector for the tourism sector and creative sector but as it is now we cannot just go in there and leave it open because of the social distancing so by the time the committee come up with their programs and suggestions and recommendations we will be able to see it's part of what they are looking at they are looking at all our assets as a government and see what we can side the benefits of those assets with the pandemic. Honorable Commissioner, you've talked a lot about some of the great achievements uh, in, your, in, your, in your experience so far. Uh, before I move to my next area of concern, uh, I, of course, I also want to hear about some of your biggest challenges in some of those ministries, in particular, um, your recent ministries, what challenges did you face and how did you overcome them? I want to dig deep a bit into the achievement of the, the two ministries that you have worked on the Babaji Judicial Asaolu, because as we celebrate the one year anniversary of Mr. Governor, we need to be able to access the level of contribution that the ministries have done to the governor achieving the team's agenda and to also measure the impact of those. What would you consider as revolutionary that has been done in the two ministries that we have served under the BUS administration? And what should we expect, in particular in tourism, arts and culture, in the next four years, God willing? Okay, let me start with where I am presently, the Ministry of Tourism, Arts and Culture. What we should be expecting, what we've been able to achieve in this administration is to ensure that all our assets were able to capture and finish up at the appropriate time. And that is our mindset. And another thing is to ensure that, because tourism is uh, private sector driven, we most importantly, what we need to do is to regulate the sector and ensure that the private sector participation is, is important and we're able to be on the same page. First thing we are trying to achieve is to ensure that we have the master plan of the tourism sector, tourism art and culture in place. And we presented that in the last few days. Yes, we presented that to the stakeholders and we asked them to review it so they can own it. That is what we are going to be using henceforth to ensure that our tourism will actually have a pedestrian that we are, we, we are working on, all of us what we need to achieve. There are thousands of tourist attractions, hundreds of tourist attractions center in Lagos State, but even people living in Lagos State are not aware of it. Mm. So we want, to, we want to bring it to our people. We want to all local governments, all the tourist area in each local government will be listed very, very soon. So people in that locality can as well look at, so this thing we are having in the neighborhood and we don't even know about it. Those are the things we are planning to do. So we ensure that tourism, everybody, when you have your guests, you know a place where you can take them to so they can enjoy and see the beauty of Lagos State. 
not only that, the, what we are known for is, oh, there are a lot of trafficking in Lagos State, there are a lot of traffic, but we need mm. to change the narratives. We yes. want the world to see the beauty of Lagos State. Everywhere in the world that is of this nature, we always have traffic. But mm. is only thing, that is the only thing Lagosians always like to see, ESC. It's about traffic, traffic. When there's no traffic, Lagosians are active. But the beauty of Lagos, we are not telling the world about it. And that is what I want to do with that ministry. I want the world mm. to see the beauty of Lagos so that whenever mm. they come to Lagos, they can have places to visit and enjoy and be entertained. That's one of the few things we are planning mm. in the ministry to have our master plan, to have our policy. We want to develop mm. a policy in that ministry. And mm. we want to, so we would want to ensure that that policy is being driven. And we want, we want to ensure, also, we are planning to have the tourism endowment fund. So, mm. yes, it's important that we have that fund. Thousands of things that we can do, we can achieve to create job opportunity for our people. People really in their need of job. And in tourism, you can create so many. We have, we can have, here in Lagos State, we don't have heritage markets. When mm. you go to New York, you see, I love New York. You see different things. We don't have all that here in Lagos State. So the tourists will come around and they won't even be able to buy few things that they can remember Lagos State with. We want to rebrand Lagos. We want to market Lagos in our ministry. We want to rebrand Lagos. We want to market Lagos. So anybody that comes to Lagos, we have beautiful, good memory of their visit. Not that they just come in and even within Nigeria, some people would like to come and enjoy the, the beautiful area that is in, not even the foreigners alone, the Nigerians as well can just come around and see the beauty of Lagos than what they used to know Lagos for. What we know Lagos for is oh, economic up. We want to come and buy, we want to come and not that alone. When we are talking about fun, when you are talking about entertainment, when we are talking about tourism, we want to change the narrative. We want to market Lagos State in all this area. So those are the things we are planning in that ministry. Few things that we've been able to achieve in this short time that I got in there with the stakeholders meeting. Yes, the first of Zoom meeting that has happened in that sector is in Lagos State. Over 300 people participated in our meeting a few days ago and they contributed immensely on how to add value to the tourism in the state. And we are looking at all their contribution and ensure that it comes to play. Thank you so much, Honorable Commissioner. You know that for lawyers, for example, they have specialized institution, they have the law school where they can shepherd their skill further to become lawyers. Same with banking, accountancy, they, they have like ICANN exam. Do you support the idea that there should be specialized institution for, for tourism, hospitality, and culinary, where people can, we can, we can raise a new generation of tourism, hospitality, and culinary professionals that will lead the industry? Um, beyond just going to study that in the university? Should there be specialized institution and accreditation for that sector? Yes, we, we, I think it's very, very important because it's a profession on its own. It's something that the practitioner needs to be able to understand very well. And when mm -hmm. we have, there, there, there's a school 
here in Lagos that is but that is certified for tourism. And I think if we can continue in that, it is going to add so much value. And also, we are planning to have a academy as well. Lagos State Government is planning to have the academy, most especially with this pandemic, to upscale and reorientate the people in that sector to adjust and adapt with the new norms, which where we are presently. So we are planning to have an academy, and we are even planning to have BIM Village. Many things that we are doing that is not up to standard is because we don't have the it's because we don't have few things that need to be added as government to our, to our people to get the best of this industry. So those are the things we are planning. What we are planning to have the Vim Village, we are planning to have the academy, and also in support of the certification of that profession. Vim Village and Academy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bureau Commissioner situated in uh, Adrian, side of the state. That is where we are. Bureau Commissioner, information coming to me is that there is no bachelor degree or master degree in any Nigerian institution specific for the tourism industry. Are you aware of this? I'm not aware of that, but I know there is a school that gives certification to tourism. That is what I'm, the, the school is, Nigeria Institute of Tourism. Practitioner of Nigeria, State. something like that. Yes, yeah, in Lagos State. I, I, can, I can get it. Yes, well, but there's, there's the fantastic ideas you have shared, but there's also a lot of, you know, Yoruba will say to be Tirila Dalia. So, as fantastic as all the ideas that you have, they are challenges attracted to the success of this. So, for example, we have infrastructural deficit in various sectors of the tourism industry. So, we don't have a uh, we don't have the usual high street and all of that that you have. So a lot of restaurants and bars and clubs and lounge are being forced to open their business in residential area. How do we mitigate this challenge? And then, you know, by the time they have their business in residential area, because there's no enough, you know, layout and plan for the city that is being implemented, in particular, the conventional area like Lagos Island and all of these other, you know, old town communities, you know, you then get people reporting to La Sepa that there's a lot of noise from this bar, this hotel, parking spot, uh, people are parking on the road and all of that. How do you plan to mitigate against this? Thank you for that question. I will tell you, it's just today that we, we constitute a committee, interministerial committee, between my ministry and physical planning to assess mm -hmm. all these things you just spoke about and see how we can mitigate the effect of it in our state. We need to have a good plan for this state. Everybody just gets into any place they like and start doing whatever they like without recourse to the government. And mm -hmm. if we are very, if we are being brutal to it, they will tell us that we do. We are not compassionate. We are taking people out of job. But the best we can have is to even tell the public, if you want to do this, this is the area you can, we have for you. So in our master plan, we are going to tell you the area you can get if you need to build a skyscraper hotel. We tell you the area you can go to if you need to build something in tourism. So that is what we are trying to work out. And we have the Department of Research and Development in the, in the ministry. So we want them to look at all that area so that we can be of international standards. It's not a thing you just wake up and just start doing. 
we must have our standards. So when anybody comes around, their experience we speak a lot, not only to your own business, but to our own dear state. So people will give themselves stars. I am five stars hotel. Nobody is awarding you that, but just choose that mark by yourself. That so all those are the things. That's why I say we are the regulator. Mm. It's more private sector driven, but we need to mm. regulate very well and properly. And I believe our people will appreciate what we are trying to do. We are not trying to return to anybody, but to ensure that we have that standard of high international standard. Lagos State is not one of those states. People always believe Lagos State in Nigeria, whereas Lagos State is even more than many other states. They don't put one of 36, they don't add us as one of the 36 in Nigeria. I can't say why we are ahead of the nation because we are within this. We, we don't have the sovereign on our own. But Lagos is far ahead of other states in Nigeria. So whenever you want to build or create anything within the state, you must get the li appropriate license. I can tell you, when, when we're having Zoom meeting, someone asked me questions that if they come to register in the ministry, will I not be charging them different, will I not be charging them levy? <laughs> I, I was asking the person that, how much you be paying your levies? Because there are things you need to do as a citizen, and there are things the government mm. needs to do. How could you be paying your own levy in the past? Why are you afraid of mm. registration? You are doing business, and the government is not aware of what you are doing. Why are you running away from your responsibility? Those are the questions I ask our people. You want everything to be done by government, but the little contributions as citizens, are you ready for it? You want us to be like America, you want us to be like Canada, you want us to be like Paris. Do you pay the same taxes those people are paying? The answer mm. is no. Our people, all what they want is free meals. We don't want mm. to contribute little. It's only a few people. I can tell you, we have numbers of hotels in Lagos State. How many do we have on our database? If we go mm. to them to register them, see, I saw something today, which I, I might add lead. A law enforcement agent officer was, was beat to stupor. Wow. By hooligans. Mm. All because he's trying to enforce no Okada in our state presently. Mm. So those are the things we, we find very difficult mm. to, to, to adjust. Why are we like this? The citizens should know their rights, and government should do the best for the citizens. Honorable Commissioner, it's we're meant to end at six, but if you don't mind, I'm happy to. I still have a lot of questions. I hope we can do another 15 more minutes extra if you don't mind. I know you have to break your fast. No problem. <laughs> because, thank you. Thank you. So I want to talk to you about, you talked about government doing their part and citizens uh, also doing their part. A lot of job has been lost in this period. A whole lot of job has been lost in the tourism industry due to COVID-19. I'll tell you some of the examples. The airline agent, the people working in the airport, the people working in the hotels, people working in the restaurants and bars. What is the government doing about it? to mitigate or to create a quality for those who are in that sector? I see you're smiling. You're expecting that question. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I'm smiling? We know the problem. We all know the problem. And as a government, the only thing we can do is to solve people's problems. Citizens, when there's a problem, everybody runs back to the government. Yes. And we should be there to assist our people. Part of what we ask the committee to bring up is 
what kind of best way we can mitigate the effects of this pandemic in our mm. economy? Definitely, there's going to be lots of jobs, serious ones in our sector. Mm. But we mm. are ready as government to mm. assist. I can say it loud and clear. We are ready mm. to assist our people in our own best capacity. Only if you show yourself and mm. only if you register with the ministry. Mm. We will not run after you to help you. But I can tell you, mm. government is ready to mitigate all the challenges that will come after this COVID-19. Mm. We are ready and we are set. That is the purpose of the committee that was inaugurated. So the best way to get into, the, into our people is when we know where they are. When we don't know, mm. if you did not come to register with us, you will just be at mm. the back door shouting that you did not see the effect of government. Mm. And there's no way we can see you because you just have mm. your records with us. So if you want mm. us to assist you in any way, in any form, you need to come forth and register with the ministry. If you register with mm. us, we cannot say, okay, Mr. Governor, this is data of our people that we are aware of that have been, that have issues, mm. that have been affected with this mm. pandemic and how best we can now assist them. Because I'm sure Mr. Governor will do something. I can say it loud and clear. Mr. Go is a passionate leader, is a man of the people, and it's ready to, and we are looking at our tax relief package to our people mm. because we know that many of them are out of job for months, and we are looking at all that incentives, soft loan, grants where required. So we are ready to assist only if they need to be assisted. Excellent. Oracle, how do you see uh, the tourism industry helping to revive the economy of Lagos post-COVID-19? What role do you envisage that the tourism industry will play in reviving Lagos economy and increasing the IGR of Lagos post-COVID? In particular, responding to what happens now. Right now, we're cutting down budget. We're reviewing our expenditure. But you know, governor just announced yesterday that there's going to be a variation, or uh, not not variation. What's the word again? Um, to to uh, review downward review of the budget. What role will the tourism industry I mean, create? Let, 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 me, let me tell you. For whom we are in Lagos, we are fun lovers and we are fun seekers. Everybody is just waiting for the COVID to come to an end. We bounce back. I trust my people. I trust the Goshen. We are always ready to go and we'll get things right. And I know with the way we position ourselves as government and with this strong pillar in this team's agenda, we are ready for it. We definitely add value to the economy of that sector. There are thousands of, there are hundreds of things we are planning to do to revive the economy immediately after people, even during this post-COVID. The stakeholders are there, we are there, to, they are there to work with the state government on how best we can mitigate to the various minimum level the effect of, of COVID in our economy. So immediately when they come up with a recommendation, suggestion and advice, we are coming up with actions, action plans, and we are going to implement and execute all actions. That is why we say we are not doing it all in our government. We want all the practitioners to be involved. We want all the stakeholders to be involved. So we can think through these challenges and find the best solution to this problem. 
But sure. I can assure the people that immediately we open up the economy, the Lagos State, the, 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 the tourism we get is space back. Immediately we open because people are already waiting for it. The entertainment industry we get is back, and there are a lot of programs and activities that we are with self planning towards immediate end of immediately after the after the COVID. Do you think that suspending the paying payment for a specific period for tourism business owners would, would be a palliative for them in this period? Do they even have staff? So it's, it's only when you have staff that you cannot pay. People that have been, what we are trying to do is that even if they are not paying any payee for these two, three months of COVID, where they are not working, we are not expecting, we only get payee from the staff salary. Yes. And when you cannot go pay your staff, how will you be to pay you? But how will you be able to get back to business? So you yes. start paying your staff, and your staff start paying their own taxes. That is where we are now. So yes. we are already set just to go. That is where we are. So immediately we have the clear, clearer window. Now the coffee is here to be flattened. We still have new cases on daily basis. We are coming up with a guideline according to the state government on how to use the lock on hospitality and religious center. So when we have the clear around uh, window on how to operate, we as a ministry, we are set. And Mr. Governor is ready with us to ensure that everybody in that sector does not lose their job completely. And we're able to bounce back so we are going to stimulate the system immediately after the COVID. Excellent. If, if we stimulate the system immediately after the COVID, everybody will be able to bounce back in a short time. Yes. And we have our life back on better percent What if are your plans to... Not sleeping, if the ministry is yes. not sleeping with this odd situation, I think that's the best we can do for our people. Yes. So immediately your... we have the... Okay, you can come up with your question. Sorry, I was I was going to also find out what are your plans for private sector partnership, in particular as we go into this next level of uh, you know responding to COVID from the from the from the um, tourism sector. What are your plans to drive PPP, private sector partnership, in the development of the industry in general, in particular as we enter post COVID? The, the, the sector is private sector driven. Many practitioners are in private sector. We are only regulating the private sector. Most people in hospitality, how many hotels do we have in Lagos State? As a government? The government angle. So, for example, our centers, our film village, and all of that. Oh, also oh, oh, oh. Yes, we, we, are, we are like most of our centers, like the uh, Freedom Park, is being driven by private sector. We are in PPP with them. The Apapa Amusement Park. In private, so most of us, even the JK Randu, we are on, we are doing, will be managed by the private sector. So everything the ministry is doing, we always partner with the public, so that we can get the best of it. You know, the government is not in business. We are only creating an environment for the business people to to get the best of it. So what we are trying to do is we continue to partner with our people to get the best of tourism activities in the state. Like all our waterways as well, 
is open for PPP. But just for us to get the things we need to do together and push it out for the private sector to partner with us to get the best usage of all this stuff. Uh, absolutely. I'm concerned about night life of Lagos. So you're in New York and you go to Times Square. Massive. Everybody wants to go to Times Square. Nightlife. It never sleeps. You go to uh, uh, London, for example. It has some form of nightlife. Lagos has a miniature like nightlife, in particular in Lekki and in Ikoyi. As a matter of fact, I would say Lekki more. You know, how 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 do you how, what are you planning to do in this regard? In particular, Lagos nightlife, and also also you cannot do that without street lighting and security. So, what are your plans in that area? We encourage other MDAs to put in place the necessary things to ensure that we can enjoy our nightlife. You know, in the past, we want to have Lagos 24 hours economy in Lagos State. And I believe we are still going to that, through that direction. When you are 24 hours economy, then both your day and your night, there will be a lot of activities. When we have the street lights everywhere, it will be easier for people to come out and enjoy the, the beauty of the night. And those are the things. So I'm working with the Ministry of Energy and Mineral Resource to achieve all this. Because these are the things that will add value to the tourism activities in the state. Absolutely, exceptionally. I'm going to take a few questions from the audience. Um, who many of them have been sending in their questions, and we we can take a few before we then let you go. But uh, it's been great, really, talking to you. And I'm enjoy I hope you are enjoying the conversation as much as we are doing on this side. Yeah, Thank you, man. The first question I'm going to take is from Ramon Olariwaju. Ramon said, what is your biggest challenge when you served as commissioner for youth? <laughs> yeah. My biggest challenge as commissioner for youth is when those people that are not youth, in fact, they're best to are the youth. <laughs> when you see a grandpa coming for the youth, I, I, I was so amazed that someone of my age <laughs> themselves youth in Lagos. When we have the real youth, so they want to sustain the real youth and take the they take charge of the youth. And I resisted that no, it's not going to happen in my own time. I really mm. want our youth to benefit what belongs to them, not an old youth to become a youth. That is my major challenge, and it was sort of work. <laughs> Excellent. Let me see the next question. Um, Honorable Commissioner, this one is from Esson Safil. Honorable Commissioner, please kindly use your office to promote our culture in all local government in Lagos because our upcoming don't know it. Each local government to pick one uh, of our two culture. I'm not sure. I don't know if you understand this question. Very well. I understand that question. I think it's my passion. Okay. It's the person speaks to my passion. We know we, we've left our culture far behind. When I said Jerusalem, when I went to Jerusalem, many of them are Jews, just very few of them are Christians, and they promote the culture. Christianity is the culture in Jerusalem. And see the way we turn it to like everybody needs to be there. See in Oshun State, when they are talking about Oshun Oshogo, 
see the thousands of people that visit Oshun Oshogbo shrine. Not only here in Nigeria, people from all over the world. So what is our culture that we need to redevelop? Many people have lost value of the culture all because of Western and our religion. Yes, religion apart, culture apart. Like they'll be having the Ishete day in August 24th. What are we doing as a state government? So those are the things we are trying to do. We want to promote our culture, not that as if I believe in whatever they are doing, but those people that believe in, yes, those people that believe in it should be it should be embraced. Let them do whatever they want to do, and let's promote our state through that area. Whatever they want to do, let people that believe in the Brazilians and the people from Cuba, they want to come and see it, be promoted, and it's going to generate revenue. It's going to create jobs. We have told God that take us around when we visited Jerusalem. We were, we paid them. Some people will be paid. Some people will be benefited. They didn't promote all these things. But because we've left it, and they don't, some people believe in what we are doing more than we. So if they believe in it, let them come and see it. What, what, what we are trying to get there is, my vision in that ministry is to use that means to create enough jobs, to create wealth, to reduce crime. And from all these activities, we can create, we can do all that. If they want to do it, let them do it. Let's promote it. Let's bring the foreigner to pay. They will get. They will. They will use the hotel. They will buy the recharge card. They will do so many things. They will pay taxes. Consumption consumption taxes will be paid, and we generate revenue. That is my own area. That is what I'm going to achieve. So, 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 so. Okay. I, what the time? No, I, while you are talking about this, I want you to also eat the, your festival. It's not been celebrated like it's been done before. So you're talking about Cheche, uh, your festival. You know, uh, uh, are you also planning to bring back the glory of your festival? Yeah, your festival in Lagos it has its own origin. Ayo is not of annual celebration. Ayo is okay. for when the of big citizen of Lagos passed on. They, that is when they bring us uh, you have I've, I've, uh, I've asked questions about it. I would have loved us celebrating uh, your annual basis. But I was being okay. informed that uh, you can only be celebrated when we are having serious celebration in Lagos. Like now, wanted to do it because of the past, the late Oniru. If not for okay. this pandemic, we'll have been coming up with in honor of late Oniru. That is how you can bring uh, your to life. Excellent, man. Jide Ladipo is my next questioner. Jide says, Lekki Conservation Center, I beg, help us revamp it. We are looking at this, Jide. Don't worry. It's come back to life very soon. It's part of our project. Okay, excellent. Ajiboye says, like, what type of employment could we get in Lagos water, in, in Lagos waterways? Oh, that hundreds of employment we can get on waterway on our waterway. When you are having your boat cruise on our waterway, it's part of employment. People will get into it and they they, they create jobs. People, some people will be the ones to give the ticket. Different kind of employment can be generated on our waterway. There are people that will clean the the boat. There are people that so there are lots of employment on our waterway. That we cannot even sit down here to be made for 
Ulu, I know, says it would be nice if every local government can have a tourist point. By so doing, it increases revenue for the state and the ministry. The, and the ministry, the tourist point will serve as an angle spot. Let's take, for example, Bariga at Bar Bariga Jetty. Yes, we are planning to to work with the local government chairman and put a tourist officer in each local government so they can identify the tourist attraction, the tourist center in each local government, so that we're able to promote all these things in Lagos State. We are working closely with the local government chairman. We sent letter across to them. We're expecting them to respond to our letter. So we can put the tourist officer in each local government, look at the environment and bring up the tourist attraction. They themselves might not even know that they have such in their domain. So by the time the tourist officer comes to the local government and see the, those tourist, uh, the tourist attraction center, they will be able to inform us and we see how best we can Promote that uh, center. He says, Good job, my honorable commissioner. And uh, uh, there's a question from Yomi Oweye. I hope you can see the question on the screen, honorable commissioner. Uh, Yomi Oweye sent a question from YouTube. Uh, it's one of the people watching on YouTube. It says, How does the ministry intend to manage the drive to achieve revenue target against the compliance? and enforcement of regulation among players in the sector. So this is about revenue drive and compliance and enforcement. I will, I will, I will tell you, we need not to enforce before our people comply with, their, with, with the right thing. What we're trying to do is to create an enabling environment for them to generate wealth. If they are able to make money, it won't be a problem for them to pay taxes. So what we are focusing on presently is to give a conducive environment for them to generate revenue on their own and then they will be able to pay taxes without any form of enforcement. The final question from the audience before I go take one or two from me and they will let you go is from Nelson Oluchego. Um, I'm sorry for those I can't read your questions. I see all of you and those Daisy Bini and uh, the others. I'm sorry the uh, Oluachego Sweet Speed Ezekiel um, G, and uh, Oluasheyi, then also Olabisi, Oluafemi Adewale, um, I believe that's Tutor General District One. She says, Moremi on point. Jeremy Kaye says, Awesome. Yeah, Bissimi Akeola says, Hello, and uh, let me take this one. Uh, there's so many I can't take right now. Nelson Olushego says, Honorable Commissioner, what is the plan of the ministry towards this year's One Lagos Fiesta? Will the ministry be ready to partner with private individuals? Well, for this year, Greater Lagos, I cannot, I cannot predict what will happen before the end of the year. So what we are trying to do in the ministry is to keep our finger crossed and be planning, having our plans gradually for the one Lagos fiesta. By the mid by towards the last quarter of the year, we see how far with this pandemic and then we can now conclude our plan. So if you have anything to add to what we are doing in the state, you can send us a letter. If you have value to add to what we are doing, you are all welcome. I always say it loud and clear my door is open for to ideas, 
suggestion and advice. So if you have something beautiful to do with us, then you are, you are welcome on board. Honorable Commissioner, I have taken a lot of your time, but it is for a greater Lagos, and I am most grateful. Let me wrap up here. We wrote a book last year, Duty Calls. I'm always fascinated by books. I've seen the title of, uh, um, uh, what's her name? The former Condoleezza Rice. Her book's title is called No Higher Honor. Uh, to, to, uh, Michelle Obama's book is Becoming. Yours is Duty Calls. What, what what is the what is the purpose behind this? The purpose behind the duty calls is to tell the public those things that we've been able to achieve as a commissioner in that three and a half years. There are hundreds of places I've been to. There are people that we we delivered, and I don't want it just to go without having records to all that. So that is why I put the duty calls in place. Is about everything I've been able to do in all the ministry that I had served, and it's about all the activities that are put in place in that in those ministries. So for anybody that loves to read about it, they can still get it. It's around and they can contact me, I can share it with them. So whenever you are planning to be anywhere in life, you can use this and read it and keep it for yourself. It's a good thing to to all the youth out there to own. So I would wanted to ask this on this interview. Why are you called Moremi? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a name given to me by my constituents. And what they, they use it to challenge me so that I can do more. I always like to fight for the people and get things done on their behalf. That is, in fact, it's still the same thing that we are fighting presently. There's there's a problem that doesn't concern, but when it's concerned by people, I mean the citizen, it's always my problem. It's not about, I don't fight for personal things. If it is about me, I can let go. But if it is about people, I will not let go. I will get it done and they must get the right thing at the right time. So that is when they say, oh, whatever the problem is, more we will get the problem solved for us. Let's just, and they, and since that time, the name more it has given me like this thing, I have to do more than I've been doing for these people. And it has been a challenge on my own part. I go extra mile to defend the cause of the public. I go extra mile to defend the cause of my people. Whatever they believe in is what I believe in. Whatever they say is what I say. And whatever they want is what I want. I always fight for their cause, in and out. And it's like, oh, or if you go and get this thing done, go and get this thing done for us. And I think I'm yet I'm their servant and I do the best I could. Finally, what is your most hilarious experience with Mr. Governor? What has Mr. Governor done to you or around you that I just laugh and say this man is a very funny person? Yeah, I would like to say one, but very, very funny. <laughs> I, 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 yes, I, I would say the other one. I, my Goodwill Project program, which I always do for the people, I held one around, it was in February this year. It was not invited, I did not even inform me. But as normal, it would get to know about this because it's everywhere online. Not called me. Is that yeah, more?
this is not the time for this network to do this. <laughs> I think there's a network. I don't know if it's from my side or the Honorable Commissioner's side. Um, oh, good. Thank you, Matt. I think she's back. Okay, I'm waiting for her to reconnect her mic. Okay, I'm waiting for the commissioner to be back. Uh, please bear with me. I think the commissioner is having some network. Having some network issues. Uh, just bear with us, please. She'll be back to answer our final question and then we can let her go. Yes, I think she's back. Uh, sorry, man, there was a, we lost you there for network. I, I can't hear you. I don't know if your sound is connected. Can you come back and go back in? Can you go out and go back in? Uh, we can't hear you. Yes, good. So she's gone out now, she's gonna to try to come back in. I hope that you guys are enjoying the conversation as much as I am. We're going to release her to go and break her fast. Um, yes, I think you're actually able to hear the Honorable Commissioner now. Uh, are you there, ma? Ah, I still can't hear her. <laughs> I think it's a sound issue. Devil is a liar. We've had a great conversation all day. I need to hear you, ma. <laughs> she can't hear me too. So would you, okay, can you refresh, ma, and then come back and I think it's a sound from your system, from your side. Everyone, sorry about that. Uh, it's been an interesting conversation with your commissioner for tourism, arts and cultural legal state, an amazing public servant who has committed herself to the development of our people and the good people of Lagos. Are you there, Ma? This, this devil, eh? He doesn't want us to hear the commissioner. I think I'm going to call her to do a volume on WhatsApp. Am I sure it's not even on my side? Can you hear me, Ma? If you can, oh, you, you are mute? You've unmuted yourself. Can you use another gadget? Can you put the link on another gadget? Hello, ma. You're hearing me clearly, but I can't, you know what? Maybe I'll put this phone on speaker so that we can hear you from here. Please, can you? Okay. Okay, yes, we can hear you now. Guys at home, can you confirm you can hear the honorable commissioner? Okay, ma, so keep speaking. We can hear you from, uh, from the phone. So you were telling us about the governor. Oh, Morris, how was the program? They don't even invite as like. I don't want to get to contact. I don't want to get to contact. Okay. Uh, I can't. I'm having network feedback on here or WhatsApp. Okay, it's working now. Yes, ma. So it's like, okay, how much are you trying to invest the power? And I told him the amount. 
said, wow, that's much. I said, that's not the first time I've seen that. It's something I, I used to do. Okay. That's what you need to do. I'm going to double the point. Wow. I the same amount for you. Wow. Oh, I think I lost audio again. Okay, it's working now again. It's not a pause. It's not pause at all. You see us as team players. The work we talk like we are the same. Very passionate about what wow. what is going to be the questions. Wow, wow. Let's right now, yes. Absolutely. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, the honorable commissioner for tourism, art, and sport legal state, pharmacist. I'm sorry. Uh Sorry, tourism, art, and culture. Sorry for Lagos State pharmacist Uzamat Akivile Yusuf. We call her Mama Youth. We love you. We celebrate you. We appreciate you. We have gone on for not just even one hour, we have gone on for one hour, 30 minutes. Thank you for your time. We're happy about the revelations that you have made, the works that you're working on, your goals, your plans, and the things you want to achieve. And we're going to keep sharing this link so that Lagosians can know that Sowo is working, Uzamat is working, Tourism Arts and Culture is working. And to all our viewers, we want to say a big thank you to all of you for your time and for listening and for watching. Mama, thank you so much, Ma. We're very grateful. Yes, sir. Guys, I'm going to be back with the Lagos State Commissioner for Youth and Sport and Social Development at 8 o'clock. It was meant to be 6 o'clock, but it's been moved to 8 o'clock. Uh, thank you so much. So everybody can go and break their fast. We wish you good luck, man. God bless you, and thank you so much, man.